Hey, welcome back to Tunes Tunes Podcast. I'm your host, Harold. As always, you can follow us on social media. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Welcome to a very special episode. We've got our our boys, Luke and Roman, in the house. What up, boys? What's up? Yo, yo. Yo, uh, for people maybe uh, didn't catch you guys last episode, why don't you tell them who you are? Uh, I'm Roman, don't need the last name, as uh, the last two episodes, and uh, since uh, this is kind of an 80s thing, I'll just stick with the uh, one name. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> like Tiffany. Yeah. Madonna. Cher. <laughs> Sting. We got the king of the south himself. One and only. The one and Luke only. Here. Lukey boy. Oh, man. This is going to be a fun one. We've been talking about doing this for a while now. I've been talking to Roman about it for a couple of weeks at least. Yeah, I'm super stoked because uh, I think most of probably, I mean, uh, I was born in 82. And when you start talking about doing the 80s episode and doing, um, talking about the music of the time and the cartoons that we were into and just what it was like growing up then. And it was, it was pretty awesome, man. Right, I had to be a part of it. Yeah. Well, that was like the thing that I, you know, really wanted to start off with to talk to you guys about it because, um, you know, I was born in 91, so it was like, you know, I was past the 80s. But right. just talking to you guys about, you know, what, what was it like growing up at that time? You know, just more about like the culture, like what was going on, what sticks out to you from like pop culture? Like what are the things you remember from then? So Stranger Things, if you watch that show, is pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so so it's funny because I think uh, there's the whole generational thing where people talk about millennials versus Generation X, and um, you know the oldest. I, I guess the millennial thing starts in like '82 or three. I was born in '82, something like which that, is yeah. crazy because it's the biggest. It seems like it's like what's what's after millennials? There is, is there something after that? Gen Z. Gen Z. Gen Z. Okay, so I didn't even know that, but <laughs> apparently there's like this micro group, and it's the people that grew up from '77. They were born '77 to like '84, somewhere in there, and I think they they call them exennials. Oh, it's like it's, it's millennial a, it's, it's generation a X. Because because when I was when, when, in the eighties, you didn't have cell phones, you didn't have computers. You had like um, typewriters, and they may have had like computers, like but nobody had them. I mean, like really, not I mean, as we know them today. Not no. as we know them today. Yeah, like yeah. consumer level. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, I think that we were the first generation uh, that group, that little small group. I'm kind of talking about. Um, was the first to kind of know the old ways, the old rotary phones, the old uh, that kind of thing. But then transition as we grew up with, you know, computers and cell phones and things like that. Because when I was, by the time I was a senior in high school, there was the Nokia cell phones came out, you know, like that was kind of a thing. I remember the bag phones. I remember some of those things. So it's uh, it's interesting from the fact of, I think that if you weren't born maybe early 80s, you kind of maybe don't remember um really being in the 80s and I kind of remember you know just the the cartoons all the things the the music I mean Michael Jackson right was like the the big thing and and I remember that was like my first two CDs I believe somebody my grandpa bought him for me or something (laughs) my mom probably told him like oh he likes music and he probably went to the store and said who's good and they said Michael Jackson you know he's probably like right so the first two was Thriller and Bad 
Oh nice. shit! Right, <laughs> that was my first two CDs. That'll that work. Caught fire fast. Yeah, yeah. I remember laser disc. I mean, so, yeah, there's all kinds man. of stuff, man. Yeah, it's we're, crazy. We're a little bit in that same boat that we have seen so much change in our lifetimes. Yeah. Um, you know, you guys a little bit more than me, but it's like, it's crazy to grow up in that time to, and go from see like just the changes. I mean, specifically technology, I guess, but like. Just the innovations that have been made in my lifetime are fucking crazy, boy. Oh yeah, and and, and I I remember like um, just the clothing styles. <laughs> I, yeah. Also, I remember like riding. I, you rode your bike and you you you're outside a lot, and th- this the culture of um, going and having fun as a kid and doing things and getting into trouble and doing those things. It's not like real trouble, but like. The things that you see on that show, Stranger Things, I think it's like it's pretty accurate. I mean, they did a good job of like capturing what it was like being a kid at that time. Oh man, it's like I remember being outdoors more than I was in. I mean, obviously, aside from school and in the wintertime when it was just too cold to do anything, but I mean, you had to. I mean, I built forts, yes, and tree houses, yeah, forts, shit like that. You know, I've seen that like (laughs) just from like memes and stuff, and it's like. In the 80s, this is how you knew where everyone was. Then it's just like a stack of bikes, <laughs> someone's yard. Yep. And you're like, oh, that's where everybody's that's at. That's the hangout. It's, it's exactly how it was. It's exactly how it was. <laughs> so it's interesting to get like kind of an insight into that through like social media or just talking like that because it's just so it, – it's not night and day, but it's definitely different from what I experienced growing up. And I just love hearing about everybody's different experiences growing up. Uh, now, now, no, Luke, you grew up in a more uh, rural town. Oh, yeah. Um, what was that, man? What was that? You know, obviously, it's probably a little bit different than what Roman experienced. Well, you know, I, I grew up just, uh, I was born in 83 in the small town of Henrietta, Oklahoma. Henrietta, so America. All, I know all the Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman, fans. yeah, yeah. Oh, he's <laughs> from Henrietta? Shoulders. He's from yeah. Henrietta, yeah. Holy shit. I didn't know yes, that. Yes, sir. Um, he dated my aunt. <laughs> Um, he worked at the local Troy. Napa. Yeah, I'm not gonna make this a Cowboys thing or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Damn boys! My uncle almost beat him up because he was a apparently uh, a snob in a small town. So he, um, st- he still kind of reminds me of the snob. Fuck him! Yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy! Fuck him! Remember? <laughs> well, I mean, he went You're to familiar. UCLA. Like he was at that. OU, and then he went. Yeah, he, he had to transfer because like he wasn't gonna get the star. Went or to California, yeah. as we like to call it. No, I mean it was it was very much exactly what uh, Roman was talking about with the the bikes being at your friend's house. I mean, you just hopped off while the bike was still going and ran indoors, and you're playing Atari or you're drawing or playing Dungeon, Dungeons and Dragons. Or mm-hmm. I mean, you just had to. It, it was very analog back then. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 didn't you didn't have parents on your ass with your cell phones um, asking where you're at. It was. If they needed to find you, they would have to go and actually find you physically. Right. And I love that because I could get away with shit that way, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was great. It was like the now the, the thing I always hear is like my, my curfew was when the streetlights came on or whatever. So, so my mom, so we had a, uh, <laughs> and I, I like to think that I got away with stuff, but I'm pretty sure my mom knew exactly where I was at all times. Um, so I, I grew up in Choctaw, which, I mean, it's it's closer to the city, obviously, than Henrietta, but... um. It was still, I lived on 20 acres, right? So um, she had this bell. It was just like the old old dinner bell (laughs) mounted to the side of the house. 
And I would go over because there's a neighborhood right next to us. And my, I had a couple of friends on that street in this neighborhood. It was like one street neighborhood. And uh, I would go over there. And they had like um, and a little bit bigger houses, you know, a little bit more room to play and stuff. And it was usually about dinner time. You'd hear that. I could hear that bell. You had to get your ass home. And yeah, that meant, yeah, you head home. And, uh, of course, I mean, she, I always told her where I was at, you know, as a, as a, as a, kid back then but um yeah i uh, missed that like you know we were talking about that uh somewhere just the other day like you left notes for people you know we were just we were talking about it at work always yeah. leave a note you like, said tell that. somebody where you're going and yeah. i mean like the the dinner bell thing that was like uh your phone vibrating in but you know mm-hmm. in the 80s i got yeah. a notification <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then pagers but i think pagers didn't come to really the 90s yeah that's true yeah, yeah. and then it was just like doctors and yeah. important people which i mean uh, yeah as 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 a, as a, i was born in december of 82 so right at the end of 82 um really though like a lot of the, the those growing years because i would have been what, seven or eight by the time in the 90s came along and so like um a lot of those things I, we do i do still have nostalgia for the the 90s as well like those early 90s around the time you were born and stuff so um, and sometimes it's kind of hard to differentiate because I remember like, I was like, well, the Ninja Turtles movie came out. In the, and then I was like, wait a minute, that was 90 exactly. 90. So I was like, oh, dang yeah. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. We were talking about that with Home Alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So some of those movies that felt like 80s movies and still had that vibe. That is interesting, too, because yeah. I think about that and I'm a little bit in the same boat because I'm like, I'm a 90s kid. Yeah. But I'm like, I was born in 91. And it's yeah. like, oh, I don't really remember yeah. much of the 90s. Yeah. But it's just like the growing in and, you know, the more of the. I think of more of like the shit that shaped me as a person was like 2000s, you know, early 2000s was really when I was like finding my own like personality and deciding on the shit that I liked and didn't like. Totally. But it, it's like, I don't know, you still have that thing of like, I'm a 90s kid. Hey, we're taking a quick break from the episode to talk about Makato Shinkai's follow up to 2016's Your Name, Weathering With You. It's showing this Thursday, the 13th at 7 o'clock as a dub screening, and then another dub screening Friday on Valentine's Day at 6 o'clock with a 9 o'clock sub showing. You can find tickets at TowerTheater.com. We're also doing a giveaway on social for you listening to this episode on Monday. Check that out for your chance to win free tickets to one of these screenings. Now back to the episode. I guess I absorbed a lot of the 80s, but I remember 96 was probably the year I decided I was done with pop because Macarena had just come out. Oh, shit. I decided no, Rammstein was better. Oh, so yeah, I remember them do hot. <laughs> but yeah, I I, I I can remember the late '80s cartoons. Mm-hmm. The early '80s stuff was um, uh, it wasn't something that I watched as a, a you know obviously a two year old, but it was there. I mean, my yeah. my older brother was watching it, so I absorbed some of it enough that you know four or five years later. It was what I wanted to watch. Yeah, I, like I remember Master of the Universe, and, Man, right? And, and, and I remember because I was I was like, <laughs> and it was my favorite thing. It was like my first favorite thing I can remember was was He Man, and I remember my dad. Um, so my parents had they, they had divorced when I was two, so like I wasn't very old when they divorced. So he moved into the city, and whenever I'd go over there, you know, he, he'd always have put on you know the the, the action hero stuff, right, and whatever cartoons and. And I would get, I'd have my sword and then he'd, 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 he'd record them on VHS. Cause that's what we had VHS and record some of the episodes. And then he'd pause it when he man's getting ready to pull his sword out. 
so I could do it at the same time. That's fucking tight. It was amazing, yeah. And uh, he'd always, I'm, another thing I remember about the 80s, because uh, he lived in um, Wedgwood Apartments over on Northwest Expressway, and I remember he used to do these, um, he'd go buy like, do you remember service merchandise? Is that before your time? Do you remember service that, yeah. merchandise? I'm not sure what that is. Service merchandise was a retail store, and it was, I mean, it, it was still around in the 90s. Yeah, I mean, it lasted a while. It lasted a while. I'm pretty sure they shut down early 2000s, though. But um, there was one over on Expressway, um, and it was kind of like a Sears. Oh, it's just like a yeah, department yeah, yeah, store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was close to that, so I'd always ask him to go to, to service merchandise so I could get whatever He-Man toy was out or Thundercats. Because right. Thundercats obviously came around about the same time. Right. And uh, and I remember this, we'd always go get a Thundercat toy or a, a He-Man toy or a Thundercat toy. Those, so I remember those. Um, Brave Star. Brave Star. We talked about that I the other day. I had to him to yeah, Brave Star. I, yeah. I'd never, I wasn't familiar in Luke. Silverhawks. Yeah. Silverhawks. Silverhawks. Yep. And you had, a, you had a similar story than with something with your dad and the He-Man sword, right? Oh, yeah. We just talked about that. So, you know, I, I grew up really, really, like, blue collar. My dad um, was, he worked at a, a pallet company, for those of you that have no clue what putting wooden nails together is. Um, <laughs> and I had $5 allowance you know, as a kid. And um, so I didn't get a lot of toys, but I wanted the He-Man sword. And, it, you know, I just, we couldn't afford it. And it wasn't like it was just available all the time. Right. Um, because it, you know, He-Man landed early 80s. And so by the time I was four or five, it had kind of started to dwindle. Um, but I was still like, the cartoon was still popular for me. Um, and I, I wanted that sword. I wanted that moment where I got to yell, I have the power. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and so. Was it, the, was it the yellow? Did, did he end up getting you like the yellow with the shield? And the no, no, he, okay. didn't, he didn't get, end up getting me anything. Oh, okay. He, um, <clears throat> uh, we had this little picket fence around uh, for our chicken pen, mm-hmm. you know, grew up in the country. And uh, he took one of the picket planks Oh, nice, off, nice. Yeah. And he did the classic, like, kid with a pirate sword. Mm-hmm. He sawed the bottom, like, you know, four or five inches off and nailed it to where the hilt would be. And right. so I had this like cliche as hell, white little wooden sword that yeah. I carried with me everywhere. And that was my He-Man sword. That's I didn't awesome. care if it was realistic, you know, at the time, but, um, when, yeah, when you're a kid, you don't give a shit. You're like, this is tight. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, so, so for me, so I, I, I mean, my thing was my dad would always, cause like I said, my parents divorced when I was two. And, and he lived in the city, and my mom lived out in the country. And he, I think, made a lot more money than she did. And um, uh, he would he would buy me toys and stuff quite a bit. Um, but my birthday and Christmas are both in December. And so my mom was one of those that she didn't really buy outside of that. She didn't really have the means to do that. So um, I might have told you this story. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> talked about it a little bit, yeah. yeah um, so what got me, and I still have this so so when ninja turtles came around and one thing that kind of i went to a christian school when i was from elementary all the way to eighth grade i think i went to chocolate high school in ninth grade ninth through 12 so i didn't go to public school so there my dad was sending me to private school well all the kids at private school i'd say 90 percent of them are pretty well off right and so they all had all the good toys, right? They, I mean, so I'm seeing all these kids have these toys. I'm like, ah, oh, God, you know, and that, this, this is jealousy. I wanted to have these toys, right? And so um, one time my, my mom had picked me up from school, 
were driving home in this old beat up truck that she had. And there was a hole in the floor. I remember the hole. Like I could see the road <laughs> through the hole in the floor. That's right. how beat up this truck that was. Rust bucket. I remember this. I remember this so much detail. So like we're going out to Choctaw and there was this drugstore called Eckerd's back then. Eckerd's baby. <laughs> drugstore. Yeah. And she had to stop and pick up a prescription. And we go in, I'm looking at the toys and I see Michelangelo, the first, the first turtles. Right. And I was like, that's them. That's the one that everybody has. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the turtle in question. Yeah, that, that's him. And I was like, oh, okay. So uh, I, I asked my mom if I could have that or whatever. And she's, no, and we can't have that. And I never was a beggar. I never, like, whined or begged. I was pretty quiet as a kid. And I just, I, I begged. I was like, I have to have this. I have to have this turtle or whatever. So she goes out to the truck and scrounges out enough change and it was probably two bucks right two bucks back then was like 10 bucks now right and so she scrounges up enough change to go in and buy me this toy and i still have that michelangelo figure sitting in my That's in so my dope. house right now so dope that you still have it yeah i kept that the whole day. it has always meant something so the ninja turtle thing kind of became a uh thing between her and us so she took me to see she i didn't really get to do a whole lot of extra stuff that was like like movies and stuff that everybody she'd take me camping because it was free to go camping right you know things like that um she was balling on a budget yeah balling on a budget she was balling <laughs> on the she i know she she ruled balling on a budget she was great i that mean it was based on her I exploits never, yeah i never felt like we were like we didn't have food or anything she just knew how to, to to get by and um so she took me when the first ninja troll movie came out that that's the first movie i can remember going to with my mom oh my god was the Ninja Turtle movie what in ninety, and and we went to Quell Springs. Well, it wasn't Quell Springs. It was a movie theater that used to be next to Quell Springs, and and it's totally gone. It's like a shopping center now. Huh. I say I didn't know that it yeah. was separate. No. Yeah, there was a, there was a theater that used to be. It's set where uh, P. F. Chang's and everything is up by Quell Springs on the other side of Penn. Huh. And it's, the, that was a long time ago. I remember going to see Dick Tracy. Remember Dick Tracy? Yeah, wow. Oh my with god, Warren Beatty. That was one. That's one of the earliest movies I saw with my dad. Holy shit! Flat top. That that and Star Trek. <laughs> one of the Star Trek movies. I remember because we'd go to North Park Mall um, for movies too. That used to be it. I'm familiar. It's still, it's still there. It's like Fifty Cent movies now. Right. But um, uh, so yeah, that was the first Ninja Turtle. The movie was the first time we went to the movie, that's and so she was cool. mad because he says "damn" in it. Like yeah, this, she was. It's what kind of movie is first, this? Yeah, exactly. She was not happy about that, but it is kind of a thing. And so uh, when that those remakes came out a few years ago, she's like, "We have to go see that." It was kind of funny. She never like asked me to wait to go see movies, but I got it. It's like it's kind of a thing. The that's Ninja really cool. That's, yeah. that's a cool mom. Thank you for sharing, yeah. man. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. We uh, we talked about that a little bit too, of like, especially with like Ninja Turtles and a lot of these cartoons that were kind of hokey growing up. It's like. Is this good because it's good, or is this good because I have nostalgia for it? And some of those movies are so incredibly bad. Like one of the first movies I remember seeing, not from the eighties, but just for me personally, was um, Power Rangers the movie, and um, we double featured it because my mom wanted to see Selena, the movie with Jennifer Lopez, <laughs> which a mashup. <laughs> fucking love Selena, so yeah, yeah, she was like, she's amazing, man. She bought the tickets to see Selena. And she planned it in such a way that when Selena ended, we could walk from that movie in sneak into the Power Rangers yep. movie. Yep. So we, we walked in and it started. It was like a just barely started the Power Rangers movie. 
So we watched. We got a two for one special. Kids don't do that. That's that's stealing. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember not. watching it and thinking like, this is fucking tight. And then watching it later as an adult, you're it's like, what? Well, what do you guys like? What do you think about that? Like watching it back now, it's like, oh man, this is. Hilarious. The Ninja Turtle movie still holds up. I don't care what anybody I, says. I, 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 will, I will go to my grave with this one. 100% agree. Ninja Turtles 1, the OG, yes. will hold up to any superhero yes. or sci-fi movie today. Is that yes. the one that's today. on Netflix right now? That is on Netflix. Okay. Yes. It, I, think, I think what's cool about that one is it's um, it was shot so dark that they actually, I mean, when they went to the second one, it just, it just went off the rail. I mean, because they, they're like, oh, it's successful. Now we'll put money into it and like make it slapstick. all stupid. And the, the way it looked in that one, it was dark and gritty. And it was really based on, like, like the comic. The way the, the storyline was basically the first comics, right? Which, from what I understand, the comic They were a little bit violent. And, 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 violent, and, and yeah. when it yeah. came out, I believe it was PG-13. Yes. I'm pretty sure because of the, the he says damn a couple times and uh, Raphael does. And um, I think that that movie... Definitely holds up. I mean, I, there's some that don't for sure, like Master of the Universe. No, um, which I still, I still <laughs> love. Which movie is that? With Dolph Lundgren played He Man. Oh my god! Yeah. I've never seen that. Oh, you've never seen it? Shit! It's you know. Here's the thing though. Skeletor in that was pretty badass. The, he Skeletor nailed was the it. redeeming was he factor. He's the only it, thing. It was Frank, Frank Langella. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes. I didn't know that. That's awesome. And and he's amazing. And in fact, I still quote lines that he says in that. I loved how Skeletor's whole vibe was sick. He was like so like he's it rad, was like dude. this thing about eighties cartoon villains. Like they're so verbose. He'd be like, You bumbling nincompoop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some words you never hear. You royal like, boob. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the line. That's the, that's my favorite one, yeah. <laughs> I love come that in, shit. Come in, you royal boob. Oh, beast man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, he was great. Uh, um, Shredder was always. Did you know Shredder was Shredder uh, was Uncle Phil? Uncle Phil from Fresh oh, Prince. Right, I remember you told me that. Yeah, rest he was, in peace. Yes, rest he, in power. Yeah, he. Um, first things first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Moment of silence. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's, it's, yeah, but all those villains, man, they all had kind of the same. Uh, do you remember? Um. Like Mumra from Thundercats. Mumra was Mumra. terrifying. He was terrifying. That in a was good such way. a good villain. Yes. And he would like power up and yeah. be buff. Like he the, was, the, and then he had schnarf, You have all schnarf. these heroes that are like very um, uh, sweating to the oldies. And then you've got this like every kid is terrified of mummies coming back to life. Yes. And he embodied that so well. Uh, another thing about the 80s is horror was huge true. in the 80s. That is true. And, and horror was... Um, a genre that really, I think that was the peak of it. That's when the slasher took off, The right? slasher films were all huge, 70s and 80s. Late 70s, Late early 70s, 80s. Late 70s, 80s. Um, it, it was, it, and I think that it kind of stemmed off of the whole um, satanic panic type right. thing that was going on in America. And, and, and Helter Skelter it was shit. It was all about punishing people for having sex. I mean, that really. When you think about those those movies, that's really what was happening. A promiscuous it was, it was teens, the, yeah. It was just, it was scaring teens into not doing the things that um, were fun. I can't. And, I should. I, don't, I can't fuck because I'm gonna get shot with an arrow. Yeah. Exactly. Little, little did they know they spun off a whole fetish. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're not here to yuck anyone's yum. Yeah. <laughs> Do your thing. But it's yeah. I mean, it's funny that I remember. I remember being Lost Boys. I mean, that movie. Oh. That was one of my favorite '80s movies, and it's terrified me as a kid. The scene where Kiefer Sutherland, like, uh, they go to the, the 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 camp and they feed on those 
this this campers or like stoners or whatever, and he bites into this dude's head and it pops like a peach. Fucking like this, crazy. This, this juices. There's so and many people in those movies too. When you go back and watch it, you're like, holy oh, shit, yeah. everybody. The Corey, outsiders, the Corey's, the outsiders. The Corey's, too. Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. Yeah. Like Feldman. Goonies. I mean, which Feldman was awesome. I, you know, I mean, he kind of went off the rails later in life, but I mean, he was the voice of Donatello yes, in the he was first the movie. Yeah, he was. Oh, damn. Yeah. He came back in three, which is a terrible movie. Terrible. It's campy. I I love it. I I mean, you know, going back to that, even right. two was. You could tell they had money and they ruined yeah, it, yeah. but that's I'm one still that you there. have nostalgia for, yeah. so you love it. Yeah, I have yeah. to. I mean, I, I, that's the thing. Is I'll still also watch two. I, I I have a hard time getting through three, but I'll still watch Ninja Turtles two uh, from time to time. But the first one I can watch. I probably watch it once a month. I, I can keep it on repeat. Yes, because the shredder. <laughs> the, here's the thing: the shredder in that, just the way he looked, it's one of the most iconic looking suits, and they did that. And they were balling on a budget for that. And it, and it looked amazing. Like it's awesome. That, and he sounded awesome that too. That cape that had that like it was like the shiny. It was like all the cool, um, you know, like vaporwave designs of the '90s. Yes. But then it was just like black and white or black and silver. Mm-hmm. So take all those triangles and the zigzags and just make that just grayscale and mm-hmm. like shiny, badass. Yeah, all looked, the way. It was, that was great. And man. he had like three lines. Yeah. He he's. Yeah, it was it was great. That's sick, awesome. dude. What Ugh. is you guys' opinion on um, one thing I was thinking about just now? It just popped into my head when you were talking about that. Um, as far as like updates to movies and remakes and, and, re- and cartoons, like we were just talking about the other day, like the uh, Cal Art style Thundercats yeah. and stuff like that. Like, do you guys like to see that come back or? You know, there's a lot of people that are like, "What are they doing with my franchise that I love?" Like, well, there's it's a mix of both. I, yeah, I mean, for for example, take the Cal Arts. I, I feel like the style's been horrendously overdone, but you know, to each their own. I I also love to see this thing that I grew up with and see people interpret it in different ways. Um, that said, you know, if it's good, it's good. If it sucks, you know, whatever. Um, I would love for them always to be great. You know, the for example, the the first remake of the Thundercats. I thought was actually the really tsunami good. one. That yeah. one was tight, and I mean, then it, it got canceled. And I'm like, what happened? The, the uh, TV show that they right. did. Yeah, you know, I never did watch any of that. That's pretty good. Was, I was talking I to Mike it about good. it, and Mike was like, "Dude, it was I mean, if it was good. as good as that, because I thought the Master of the Universe one that they redid same. was really good too. Yeah, it, it. I mean, it had that same vibe. Right. When uh, when they updated it, you know, they they tweaked a little bit of the story, but they kept most of the characters the same. And the thing I loved about it, and this is the this is probably my biggest gripe about remakes in general. The thing I liked about, for example, Thundercats, the first remake, is the characters were still recognizable. Yeah. You know, you get, and this is a, a, a sideline, but you take Birds of Prey. I, I'm probably going to see it, but mm-hmm. it's not recognizable to me personally. Yeah, exactly. Not any of the characters. Um, but, you know, take the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that Bay did. They were still recognizable. They were quite different, but... Yeah. He kept enough. Bebop and Rocksteady looked amazing. The the second one was amazing. They even got Shredder uh, better bit. in the second one than they did in the first. Yeah. And that like cyborg samurai. Yeah. Power Ranger. Krang stuff. looked good. Uh, it's it's funny because it really uh, one of the big things and it's it's pretty big right now is is Star Wars. So, um, it's this you you know they do this. I don't I don't think that they do it because. The 80s were great, and all the stuff that came out of that time period was great. 
it's the fact that the people that pay for this stuff now are people from then. That's why they're remaking right. all that shit. You yeah. Know? It's like they're, they're trying to, to cash in on our, our nostalgia. And sometimes it hits. Like the new Halloween movie that came out, nailed it. The few the ones coming out in the 90s and stuff were just, just garbage. All the way up H2O until... H2O or what was it? All of them. Just yeah. everything up until this most recent one. And I was like, okay. I mean, that, it brought me back. There was a scene where Michael Myers... When he first gets the mask and he goes back to uh, to Haddonville or whatever Haddonfield Haddonfield, and he uh, and he gets the mask and all of a sudden like he shows up and it's Halloween night and it starts playing the music and he just starts going through houses killing people. Um, yeah, that whole, shit is uh, and, ominous as fuck. And I, I I will rewatch that scene. Like sometimes I'll just play it. I just want to see that scene because it does that. So so they there's sometimes they can nail the nostalgia and sometimes they yeah. can't. So I mean, but the Star Wars thing is one that you could just never please. Oh my god! I mean, I mean, it's just it's so brutal. I told I I was telling Luke about this, but my wife has never watched any of the Star Wars movies. And, and you know, a lot of people from that time. It's weird because a lot of people from the nine kids that grew up in the nineties missed it on right. both. They missed the the early ones because they were too they they were old and they didn't look as cool as the stuff in the nineties. And then they tried. Uh, Lucas was tr- when they did the uh, special editions. He tried to. Bring oh, remaster the, yeah but you know i don't know if it really caught on there's so many people that were in that 27 to 32 33 range that just missed the whole thing she uh we recently watched them and i was just telling her about some of the stuff like oh you know star wars fans hate this about episode one and this about episode two like yeah th- just the common stuff and um she was just like after a few of them, she was just like, "Do Star Wars fans even like Star Wars?" <laughs> it's, it's I was like, funny. "Man, it's, that's it's, a good it's, point. It's a really good point." And and yeah, so I mean, I don't want to get into a whole spill on Star Wars, but that is uh, that's it's, relevant. It, it is, but it, it just goes into the, uh, the the nostalgia and the remakes and stuff. And um, there's definitely, I'm looking forward. There's uh, they they redid uh, uh, Voltron on Netflix, right. which was really mm-hmm. cool. I thought they did a good job with that. Voltron was a big one for me, and for the longest time, I thought the Power Rangers was ripped off from Voltron and I I watched the uh, they did these uh, Netflix the toys that the made toys us, that made us yeah. and they did the the shows that they did the movies that made us it's the new one and those are from the 80s but the toys one so the uh, Power Rangers actually wasn't ripped off from Voltron and which from, surprised yeah, me yeah that you know, surprised me yeah cuz it really is the same kind of concept you know but well that and a lot of people think that the Power Rangers idea started in the 90s that was a, yeah, a late 70s yeah. japanese show yep. that they ported over and i mean if anything voltron probably came out, out of that, that whole yeah. era of yeah. let's just make these animal you know dinosaur mechs that people drive mm-hmm. and bring them together as one big that is mech. true yeah. yeah so i'm pretty sure that definitely came from those but um yeah TV shows. I'm trying to think of some more. Oh, uh, 89 Batman. Yeah. I mean, that, that's one of the biggest ones I remember, Michael too. Michael Keaton Batman? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I am pretty sure I went to see... No, nah, I don't know if I saw that in the theater. I think I might have been a rental. And, you know, back then, you had to... You, you, you went to rent tapes, right? right. Blockbuster. <laughs> you went to Blockbuster or, or the local. We had local ones. Local. Uh, we had one called Slick Flick. But when you looked at the sign, the L and the I were so close Dude, together, it looked like, like it fuck. said, suck fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, like hella guys in there. Yeah, I was, I was like, "What is it? It's actually still in Hera. It might be out oh, there now, That's but it was hilarious. for the longest time out in like Hera area." Did y'all have a local one in Henrietta? Uh, yeah, Burnett Video. So oh, that was someone's name. Yeah, Burnett. They got 
I think like Hollywood videos and all that. <laughs> but I, I feel like the horror movies in the 80s were actually, I remember them being scary. Like I was trying to show like werewolf monsters and stuff were kind of kind of scary to me back then. Like I, we used our imagination more. Dude, the howling? Howlings? Howling 1 and 3 were terrifying. Uh, 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 Stephen King's Silver Bullet? Silver Bullet. That's a great, that's a great flick. It's my best friend's nightmare. I promise you. I can, I can bring him to his knees if I just put Silver Bullet on Dude, and don't tell him. It's, it's such a, it's scared. <laughs> that that one, that one scared the shit out of me too, man. That was a, that was a good one. Cause I always, and the thing about the 80s stuff, they didn't show the monster until the end. So you, you're, it, it was a lot of the stuff back in then was using your imagination. It was the not seeing it's, it. You didn't know what it was. The anticipation. You knew what it was, but you didn't need to see it. And so the, the, the anticipation, now they, it's all about loud noises that make you jump and, and startling. And that's kind of the scary thing now. Sometimes there's eerie things, but they don't really let you use your imagination um, anymore with, with movies. I think that that's. Is- the one that comes to mind that kind of does that A twenty four did. Um, it came at it comes at night or what was that one called? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. kind of that's they kind the of the whole time you're yeah. like, what, the what fuck is, is this stuff? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you're like, oh shit, it's just human nature is like the ugliest beast. Yeah, but that's true, man. The you can't underestimate people's ability to let their man- imagination run wild and like yeah. scare themselves. That's Child's the, play. Child oh, that, yeah, that one's, that's Luke's. Yeah. That actually gave me That's Luke's nightmares. Achilles heel. And I actually didn't mind the remake that they did. It wasn't great. Both Aubrey Plaza? The, the one that Mark Hamill did the voice. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Mark Hamill. You're my hero, but, but it was I like, never watched this movie. It was like AI. Did you, did you ever see it? No. You didn't watch it? Okay. No, I refused. It's, it's, they did AI <laughs> instead of like a possession. Yeah, which, which was actually kind of cool. Not but bad. It's just I different. mean, it, did I think it's uh, the greatest? No, but it's, it's, it was entertaining. You're um, also not an asshole, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, this for me, This isn't the was, exact thing I wanted. <laughs> yeah. I would have I watched it had I not been deathly afraid of of the original oh, Chucky. You know, I, I'm i really tall, so um, if anything that small came up to me, it's getting punted. Oh, yeah. I gotta, like, when I walk up to him, I've got to let him. I, I've got to make myself known. <laughs> this is Harold when I walk up approaching you. <laughs> <laughs> There's people down here. Damn it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> We were talking about that the other day. He's six yeah. five. I'm five six. I'm like Jesus. Yeah. Let me get some of that height, my guy. <laughs> nah, but um, yeah. Do you remember like okay? Do you remember drawing a lot as a kid? All the time. I mean, I remember like I'm not a draw like I don't draw today, but I mean you just there's like I said there's a lot of imagination that you use growing up, and so you didn't. Um, I never had gaming system. Uh, my stepbrothers had a nin- regular Nintendo at one point, and just trying to stay in the eighties. Cause in the nineties, I think I got something later on, but, um, and we could play it like maybe an hour out of the day. Cause you know, they wanted us outside doing stuff. It was, it, it was technology was kind of feared back then. It was, it was, uh, you, fear it, where you it, don't understand. You don't yeah, understand exactly. it. And they still do. My, my, like my parents, my parents and God bless them. And they know this, but you, you know, that's something that, that was way after their time. And, it's something that they 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 are they are afraid of, and of course, you know when when those things first computers first came out and stuff. I mean, if you did anything wrong, the thing broke, and and so they they still think that way, that if they touch the wrong button, it's gonna just you know the whole thing's gonna crash or something like that. Or so uh, they they do fear technology and they fear there there was a culture that uh, did not feed um, people that were interested in it. It was definitely made fun of. Um, 
you know, the, 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 I, rem- I remember that. I remember very much oh, the, the, the high school, or not the high school, but like being a kid in that time period, uh, mid 90s, all the way back into the 80s. Um, all the common tropes. The It'll common tropes. Yeah, the, the, all that stuff, but, but just being like at school. And, and kids that got made fun of because they liked something that I'm, I liked it too. You know what I mean? Like everybody liked it, but they, if you liked it too much, it wasn't cool. You, you were, you were a geek or in there. Yeah. I never got that. And so like, I know that's, what's funny is like a lot of people I talked to, they're younger than me. They're like, there wasn't as much bullying going on. I mean, I'm sure it still happens obviously, but it's different. It's like cyber bullying and stuff now. But, uh, I just remember all those, like, it's very accurate to the jocks versus the punks and all that. Yeah. Geek was like, like a very offensive word growing up as a little kid. I mean, yeah. it was. You're like, oh, like, I hope I don't get called that. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, of course, all the same stuff, like, um, you know, especially growing up in Oklahoma. I mean, that's probably another part oh, of it. That's another too. layer. That's another layer added to it. But like, if you, I mean, you didn't want to play with a girl's doll, you know what I mean? All those th- type of things. I mean, they still use the. The words I remember is very commonplace for. You've got to chop firewood and play football. Yeah, it was very, very much so. <laughs> the gender and, stereotypes. And, and, and the thing is, right. the thing was, like, I liked that stuff. I liked playing sports, but I also wanted to play video games. I also wanted to be a nerd. You know, I wanted to be a dork and and do all these other things. And it seemed like that was kind of, you know, parents didn't understand that part. So mm-hmm. it, it's because that's not what they did. Exactly, because yeah. and because they even more so used their imaginations and didn't really have. A whole lot of they probably didn't even have cartoons. Listen to radio and stuff. <laughs> Staring at the radio, hoping it turns into you, a TV. Do you remember? Um, did they have? I'm trying to think I, I, because sometimes I fall I fall into that early '90s too when I think about it. But like the um, the one phone we had one phone in the house, and I remember at one point we got a second phone line. But I don't know if that was into the '90s or not. But I remember we had a remember the clear phone. Oh yeah, I had a clear phone. I remember seeing those. Yeah, I had a clear phone. See all the circuitry? Yeah, yeah that's dope. Yeah, yeah, and it's amazing. Dude. I wish I could, like, get. I wonder if you can still do that. I'm sure. I'm sure someone makes, like, an aftermarket, I mean, like, you can yeah. redo your phone, and it's I mean, they're clear. still selling They're selling mods for the switches right now that yeah. make it look like the old purple, clear Nintendo the translucent. 64s. I, yeah. Amazing. Another thing about the 80s was fluorescent colors. Do you remember Is that big too? Do you, do you remember um, MC Hammer pants? Well, I mean, it was nine. That's, that's nineties. I oh, keep getting into the nineties, man. Those parachutes, those parachute pants. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, a lot of fluorescent colors. I mean, um, I have stonewashed like, jeans. I rock some of the shit from. I mean, even a lot of the shit from as far as like fashion, like joggers. That's yeah. dude. The, that the windbreakers. The windbreakers are the windbreakers. I got a bunch of those. The members only stuff. I got a bunch of those starters. Star ooh, starter jacket. Dude, I'm after that. That was the status quo. I'm yes. after that uh, Charlotte joint always I've and been, forever. I've been trying to get. I used to have a, because I'm a big, huge Chiefs fan, Chiefs. Which, which they're in the Super Bowl. I know we're not, this is Fucking the 80s, a. but hey, we're in the Super Bowl. Um, my whole <laughs> life I've been a Chiefs fan, haven't seen it. So it's, this is a great weekend. But anyways, I had a Chiefs starter jacket, and it was yellow and red. And it was this awesome, but nobody else around town had it. They always had bulls. Right. Because Oklahoma. Cowboys. You, Cowboys. Oklahoma didn't have any pro sports teams. So I- anything that they did have was random. You know, it was always Cowboys uh, and whoever was popular at the time. Yeah, right? bulls. Miami bulls. Dolphins. Uh, I remember yeah, that. I remember a couple of people had Dolphins. The um, Packers. Packers. Anybody that was good, you know. Or any if there was an OU player that went somewhere. Oh, yeah, for that, sure. That's, that's always been an Oklahoma thing. 
Um, so never did see anybody that had a Chiefs one. So I've been going through like eBay trying to find and like one that's like, hey, it's old cheap. Of course, I need a large because I had like a small back then. But right, it started, probably fit. Those things were huge back yeah, then. Yeah, dude, those yeah. things are awesome, man. That flap in the front. God, I gotta ooh, get one of them flap. shits. Yeah, your yeah. kangaroo yeah, pouch. Do you remember? Then, ooh, trapper keepers. Trapper keepers. <sighs> I remember seeing that on Full House. Man, they yeah. had all those weird ass like 3D designs before I even could comprehend what 3d <laughs> graphics were. oh yeah, yeah yeah like the, all those like it was like a shiny marble on this like gridded like blue and mm-hmm. uh pink backdrop it just god trapper keepers <laughs> I, I, we, we, we've kind of gone into the back i gotta go Sorry. back i gotta go back to uh the movies thing conan the barbarian oh was that supposed to be like a ripoff of he-man no, no. Conan, Conan came first. Or versus, vice, vice versa? In fact, I think they based He-Man off of the He-Man Conan. Oh, okay, cool. Based off Conan. Yeah. My mistake. And Conan oh, the Barbarian, 1982, it was the year I was born, but I remember being so into it because my, my dad always had it on because it always come on TV on Sundays. Is that Schwarzenegger played? Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And it, and it was, it's, now the sequels and stuff, not great, but the first one, and Tesla Doom, uh, James Earl Jones, obviously yeah. one of the biggest uh, iconic you know, bad guy voices. Right. Vader, Tesla Doom. Well, fucking Schwarzenegger, that's when he was just he was jacked out of his mind. Yeah, it was he was young. He was he was definitely uh killing it at that Biceps time. Biceps as big as my body. Yeah. Um I remember <laughs> another thing in the eighties, Simpsons started in the eighties. Eighty nine, right? Eighty eight. Eighty eight was the pilot, yeah. yeah. When was married with children? Um, you know, I don't remember when that started, but it was early nineties. Was it early nine? Okay. I'm trying to think of stuff that my parents didn't want me to watch. <laughs> the Simpsons. Simpsons is one of them. Top of the list. That's yes. a flagship. It was one. flagship. You you couldn't watch that. <laughs> well, of course, my parents. My mom didn't like me to do any rated R. Oh, no. I couldn't watch. Of course, I go to my dad's and watch because he didn't care. So I go see Term. I had I'd watched the first Terminator. Predator was 80s. 87 for Unmarried with Children. 87. I kind of thought it was. All right. Well, um, I know. It, I mean, it lasted several years. Yeah, it was on for a while. Um, Alf. Alf, man. I, I What was that? Alien loved. life force? Alien <laughs> life form. <laughs> life yeah. form, yeah. I was eating the cat. Yeah. Whoa, easy. What, what was the cold? <laughs> I was trying to think. Uh, He's a giver, listen, huh? He's a listen. giver. <laughs> Good for him. We call him thoughtful. <laughs> I like that. I was, I was Pop try- my back from laughing. <laughs> I was trying to uh, think of... Um, and you said, like, the culture, like, uh, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but, like, because uh, obviously Reagan was the president. The whole Cold War thing oh, was the dr- thing the at that time. the war on drugs. Yeah, the war. Oh, yeah, I remember the war on drugs. Dude, everybody was doing cocaine. Cocaine was cocaine huge in the cowboys, 80s. Cowboys, man. Yeah, I mean, cocaine. that's why you had all those colors. The DeLorean. Yeah. Oh, Back to the Future. Yeah. yeah. God. I yeah. remember, so some of this stuff I remember, I used to watch this thing on VH1, and it was like, I love... And they did a, I love the eighties, and yeah. I used to watch the shit about out of that. And yeah. Like, oh, this is cool that this was a thing. The did you ever watch the Back to the Rubik's Future Cube cartoon? and all that? I did. I mean, yeah. even that. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. It was, it was actually really well done. It was, it wasn't bad. Ghostbusters. Uh, oh, well, that's you know, my god. That's. I mean, I'm surprised even, he didn't say yeah, that. Yeah, we, we, we got to get on some Ghostbusters because uh, that was uh, my my earliest memory. Jam. My earliest memory outside of, you know what? So this this actually predates the ninja turtle but it was christmas time and i want to say i was two or three probably three but i remember this and it was the earliest memory i have my parents were actually divorced but my dad came for over christmas morning 
And I got up and opened my presents, and it was all the original Ghostbusters. The the the, the what? Pl- That's awesome. And I remember, like, it was all the it was the first line. They probably didn't even know. They were just like, "Oh, this is cool toys, whatever." And it was the Ecto car, the uh, the uh, uh, firehouse, and all the four, you know, all the ghosts and stuff. Basically, the whole first that's line. Insane. My and I that, that's my first intro to toys. Luke is green with envy right now. Yeah, the first intro White. to toys. Um, of course, I've destroyed all those at one point, but I've since recollected those. I do have a good story about okay. the original. So um, when I was in first grade, my best friend. I so I I didn't have all of them, <laughs> but I had Peter Vinkman. <laughs> Peter I feel like Vinkman. I remember this joke, and. He was jealous because I was not hanging out with him. I was playing with my Ghostbuster. So we were at recess one day, and he took it from me. And I just thought he wanted to play with it. Well, he chucked it on the roof of the building because he was pissed. And I was like, you son of a bitch. He was a jealous friend. So, yeah, I mean, well, okay, that's not the – I mean, that's that's the – intro right. so I'll, I'll wrap this up but essentially um i, I tattled on him yeah i'm like i gotta get my property back jesus of course. my property uh, <laughs> of course Fuck and him. then Fuck him. i don't remember all of this i remember him throwing it on the roof and i don't remember anything else other than being in the principal's office now you're like why would i be in trouble well they called my mom from work to come down to the office and <laughs> Shit, you're not. They said, uh, ma'am, your son was using bad language, and we need to talk about that. And she was like, excuse me? He, he, no, he's, he's a good kid. And she's like, well, what did he say? And the teacher, I don't remember who the teacher was, but she said, uh, he threw my Peter on the roof. And my mom was like, excuse me? <laughs> And she's like, yeah, I mean, that's a bad word. And so my mom was like, it's his Ghostbuster. Not his dick. What's on your mind, lady? Wow. <laughs> she, that's they thought good. he was talking about his dick. Yeah. <laughs> his Peter Tingle? I'm a, I'm a six-year-old. <laughs> I'm a six-year-old. He threw my yeah, Peter yeah, yeah. on the roof. He threw my Peter on the roof. That's good stuff. That's the one of the crazy, funniest-ass stories yeah. I've ever heard. That's good. That shit killed. When he first told me that, I died. The, oh. ghost, the Ghostbuster movie, though. What about the Ghostbuster movie? Man, um inspiration <laughs> so last well, even the second one i still loved i um i i spent a lot of money last summer i went actually right before i uh, just started working with harold um my first interview was the day i was flying to la um for the 35th anniversary so i got to meet dan Aykroyd, <sighs> ivan reitman jason reitman uh ernie hudson ray parker jr dave collier Golly. um william atherton and um Oh, gosh. No Bill Murray? No Bill Murray. Of course not. Um, <laughs> um, I can't remember his name. He voiced Egon in the cartoon, though. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking Iconic about. Iconic voice. Yeah. And I know who you're talking, who you're talking about. Or you know who I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could remember his name. But anyway, they were all there. Um, even Annie Potts recorded. She was actually on set um, for a different movie, and she you know, took the time to record a message and send it to everybody. That's so, awesome, man. Um, but, yeah, I'm decent size fan yeah the that. movie though like <laughs> it set it set the tone for geek culture it's the, for yeah, it's the gold standard it is i mean is. the humor in that and i know everybody shits on bill murray for him being such a creep but that's exact i mean it's like 
people shitting on the office for Michael Scott being an asshole. <laughs> it's so good. That's sarcasm. That's, That's satire. It's, yes. Yeah, it's 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 you're playing a character and exactly. And it's, um, some of the lines from that movie, like when he goes to the piano, he's like, ding 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 ding. They I hate this. this. Ding 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 ding. ding. <laughs> And he's just like he's just there to flirt with uh, Sigourney Weaver's character, and he's like, uh, "What? Ha- what? What's his back- bedroom back here?" And she's like, "Yeah, but nothing ever happened in there." And he's like, "What, what a, a crime!" crime. <laughs> <laughs> like this, so good. Some of the lines in those are the amazing. library. My my favorite Ray line was they had just finished looking at the stack of books where um, Ray was like, "Yep, this is like the um, book stacking of 1909." And Peter's like, "You're right, Ray. No one would ever, no human being would ever stack books." This way. And then Ray goes, listen, you smell something? And obviously he's telling them to shut up so he can smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just this subtle it's, humor. It's, that it's good. If you're not listening for listen, it. Listen, do you smell that? Yeah. yeah. Get her. <laughs> or, uh, hey, where do these stairs go? They go up, Ray. And Winston. Winston was actually one of my favorites. Because, Ray, if someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. Oh, yeah, that part's iconic. I've only worked with these men for a few months now, but i got to tell you what, in the short time I've been here, I have seen shit that'll turn you white. Yeah. And it, you know, he's a black guy. Lenny. <laughs> god, man, that movie. I'm gonna have to watch that this weekend now. That's loose but shit. That's funny you brought that up. That's yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's spawned the cartoon for sure. And that cartoon, I mean, you know, looking back on it, I, I I actually tried to make through as much as I could when it was on Netflix. They took it off recently, but bitches, um, I can see how you know it doesn't it doesn't really hold up to um, cartoon standards these days. But the imagination they had mm-hmm. to pump out 60 episodes in a year. Yeah. Well, but the thing with God damn, it's more what, than one. What was funny about it's more than every, once a week. One thing about eighties cartoons is they were episodic. They didn't have a, a, a typically didn't have a, an arc for the season. Like monster. It the was week. Every, every episode. Right. And, and then also what in eighties was big was at the end of an episode, there was a moral to the story. Oh yeah. And so they would, sure. they, they would come back on. They'd say so-and-so told a lie today and that oh, caused like, a lot of trouble. Like G.I. Joe and Don't stuff. tell lies. G- yeah. So it's yeah, G.I. Joe did that. So He-Man. Uh, He-Man yeah. did that. Um, um, I, th- I want to say, did Thundercat? I don't think Thundercat. Was Captain Planet in the 80s? No, it was, was early 90s. 90s okay. yeah, early 90s. Um, that one was like beat you over the head. Oh man, that whole yeah. thing was immoral. Yeah. And so like uh, Mask... All those, do you remember mask? Oh yeah, the you know the green face mask or no, oh, uh, no, mask, no, 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 the, the, the mask that like the, the uh, that was like early eighties. Yes, no, I, I remember. It, yeah, the acronym mask. Yeah, yeah. I had some of the toys. Do you remember Captain Power? That was a late eighties. Random. That one it was a Mattel thing. Okay. It wasn't a it wasn't a oh, cartoon. Yes. And you could play with a TV like you could uh you had the spaceship and like the, you had to put the v- VHS tape in and you could play. Like there was like little, I guess, I don't know, little signals that it was, it was in the like TV. Kind of like Duck Hunt. Yeah. It worked like Duck Hunt, and it popped the figure out if you got shot or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. insane. Yeah, there was some cool stuff, man. Um, laser tag was big in the eighties. Laser I know tag. That's not cartoon related, but laser tag. Um, that's culture related. It was, yeah, it, yeah. It, you know, all the all the cartoons back in that that were futuristic based, they all had laser guns. So every kid wanted yes. to play laser tag. Everybody wanted to be Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Oh, for uh, sure. You know, I mean. Jedi came out in 83, so it was very much, uh, Star Wars was obviously huge in the 80s. Um, yeah, yeah man. That's, oh, man. Sorry, tiger, tiger Sharks. Do you remember Tiger Sharks? Tiger Sharks. There, so there was a couple. There was Braves. There was Thundercats, Silverhawks, Tiger Sharks. 
they were all a lot of animal shit. A lot of the same uh, voice actors did a lot of the same people. You know, like uh, Mumra and Moonstar Mm. or Mon. Mon So that's what's funny: the names from the '80s cartoons. They're so simple. Like his his name's Monstar, like monster. But Monstar was the bad guy, and he had this. It was the same voice that did Mumra and Monstar. Um, Same dude. Uh, so a lot of the voice actors kind of would swap over different, and you can hear them in different '80s cartoons. You can hear them. Oh, yeah, that's so and so. Recognize that guy? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. for me, it's um, you know, we're talking about all these like very geeky cartoons. I've yeah. got a few more that are a little less geeky, a little more mainstream. Yeah. But um, for me, um, the the man was Lorenzo Music. He voiced um, Peter Venkman in the cartoon yeah. Ghostbusters, as well as Garfield. Yeah. And, oh yeah, we talked um, about. So that. I went. I was. I was going to bring up Garfield just because. I forgot about Garfield. Um, yeah. That's that's also his shit. That's it, good stuff. It uh, it I don't know. For me, Garfield was that. Um, he was that guy that you, you could empathize with even as a kid, like the the grumpy part of it, where like yeah. I don't want to get up early. I want to eat nothing but lasagna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I hate everybody. I just want to lay in bed all day, you know. Um, but then it was that like, the moral f- uh fiber of it was kind of woven throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my girlfriend's like, how did you learn all these things as a, as a kid? You know, like these days that's not there anymore. And she, right. I was like, look, watch He-Man. At the end of every episode, they're going to teach you something that you're supposed yeah. to know. And, right. um, and it's like, you know, we, you know, today He-Man uh, did some awesome stuff. He even picked up a mountain, but the real win was him learning how many friends he had. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, stuff like that. Yeah. And, and there's the, the morals, I think. You know, I, I definitely took a lot. I'm, I'm sure I had to have as a kid, but when I mean, you're learning things, um, but you definitely took a lot. I think that's why a superhero, uh, all the stuff that's out right now that's huge in, in the in the cartoons, shows, uh, movies, is all these heroes, action heroes, things like this. The 80s definitely were a time of a lot of imagination, um, a lot of, uh, like, your life lessons being better than what you you know you could be there's a lot of hope and i feel like um you know that's why those things are big now because we're all grown up and that's why i mean that's why they never succeeded before no one cared they thought they were goofy well they meant something to us because we learned a lot of our who we are is our fabric you know the fabric of who we are is based on some of the things that we we, that we took in right so we took in those morals and those things that or Ninja Turtles and He-Man and all those things, all those heroes or whatever. And so those are big deaths. And so, um, and I'm sure that that's the same in some of those, the kids in the nineties as well. Um, so I think that that's why that's, they've had so much success nowadays with all that stuff. I mean, they're, they're going back to it because it's all the stuff that we, that we loved and the, in the, you know, that's why it's so big right now, but right. it's, uh, that's why I think about the eighties. When I think about, it, it's kind of like the, it seemed like when the nineties started, I don't know if it's just me, Maybe it's just me, but it seemed like things started to get sad. I, I mean, there's definitely great times, but like I remember Nirvana and like the grunge oh, thing, yeah, that's true. and it just seemed like all the 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 good times were like now I'm sad and I don't like that's myself exactly, which is like, part of our life as well. But I mean, for for that's a great way to say it. Like for me, the '80s it was fun and energetic yeah. and lighthearted, and then you get into the '90s and it was emotional and. Part of me likes that, that they actually explored people being in tune with that, but it did bring a weight of gravity mm-hmm. over everything. You know, even the even the cartoons, you look at stuff like Ah, Real Monsters or Doug or Recess, they dealt with these things that kids 
deal with in real life. And, you know, I'm never going to empathize with He-Man. Yeah. But that's kind of why I liked it because right, it yeah. was an escape. Yeah. And we could just imagine it. Yeah. it you, you weren't relying on real world tropes or um, feelings so much. It was just, hey, here's a guy with a sword and he's going to transform when he says this, at, you know, power the of grace. Do yeah. the thing he does. Yeah. Right. And for, I think for twenty minutes, and we, we all we all have this. I don't think maybe not everybody, but I think a lot of us have this uh, idea of. I mean, who doesn't want to, you know, have some power that they can help people? You know what I mean, like or save somebody or whatever. And we all want to be bigger. And I think that's why Batman's probably my favorite of all time because it's a human being that just actually it's fictional, but you know, actually right. went out and tried to help people with no superpowers, right? You know, so it's just kind of like you always want to be something more than you are, kind of thing. And so that's kind of like a lot of the stuff that kind of pushed through the 80s, at least in my mind, were those things. And, and that kind of instills that sense of, I guess, hope as a kid. That's true. You know, so. I mean, I love the 90s, but the 80s for me was just so much more creative. Mm-hmm. Um, not that there wasn't creativity in the 90s, but it, it felt like in the 90s they, they had nowhere to go um, because the 80s had explored so many random things. Yeah. Um, it it started to explore, I guess, the, the, the flip side of the coin, I feel like. Yeah. Well, I, you know, you, you look at Star Wars, the very first movie. It was in uh, 77, 77 or 78. Yeah, 77. Um, and it almost felt like the 80s got started before it ever actually, yeah, yeah, actually started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the 90s actually feels like it didn't start until like 95. You know, Jurassic Park, 94, 95. 94, 95, yeah. yeah. Like the, I mean, you get MC Hammer mm-hmm. and um, like, even mid Madonna stuff and, yeah. you know, like salt and pepper. Oh they, yeah. Th- those were remnants of the eighties. Yeah. That had nothing to do with the nineties. It's associated with the nineties now, but yeah. that style was definitely a bleed over. For sure. I, yeah. Madonna. Oh my gosh. I remember. Oh my yeah, I'm trying to think of some music from the, <laughs> like, all, of course all the hair bands and stuff. Well, we mm. talked about tears for fears. Tears yeah. for fears. Yeah, all the hair bands, Huey Lewis in the news. There's a lot of good stuff out there. From uh, from the eighties, that were certainly a lot of good music that came out of that, that time period. A lot of a lot of crap too, but that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like any like any, any decade. like any decade really, yeah. But yeah, man, it was it was a lot of fun. I think uh, I wouldn't mind uh, revisiting it if there's ever a time machine. Right. DeLorean and DeLorean. Hey, did you hear they're gonna remake DeLoreans? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they're gonna start really like it's supposed to be like a hundred grand. I just read an article about it. I don't know all the details, but. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, if it's a metal body, it might happen. <laughs> yeah, and it's what's crazy. Yeah, the, the whole cocaine thing isn't that what got the guy in trouble? Was all <laughs> yeah. the, yeah, the guy that owned the, oh, the yeah. DeLorean himself. Yeah, man. Oh man. Well, guys, I appreciate your time. Thanks for coming and chatting with me. I just love hearing about you know that difference in generation and just hearing about what really resonated with you guys. Um, why don't you tell people where they could follow you guys on social media and all that good stuff? Uh, yeah. So. I have uh, Roman W405 on Instagram. I also have a Toy Master 405, which is my geek page. You can go see all my collectibles. I'm a big nerd about that kind of stuff. Also, uh, check out uh, the League of Extraordinary Collectors. Um, I do live sales on Thursdays now, I think, is what it's going to be. Um, check that out. LXC. Give them a shout out. Uh, that's that's all I got. Um, for me, um I'm Luke underscore Southern on Instagram. You're probably just going to see a bunch of photography, but that's me. And then I'm uh, man with wood 
on Twitter. Yeah, he is. Follow him with some, for some hot takes for sure. Hot yeah. takes. <laughs> uh, well, as always, guys, you can follow us on social media. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks again, fellas. Bye-bye. Later. Later. <laughs> Jinx. That's an 80s Pink thing. Pink Pokemon. <laughs>